You're listening to BQN. Assimilate the audio. Engage. 78 years have passed since the days of the original USS Enterprise. Now a new galaxy starship has been designed. Transporter Chief, beam our listeners <laughs> aboard. <laughs> Welcome to Galaxy. <laughs> what show are we doing, Amy? What show I is this? I don't know. I'm really on too many. This so, is the hive mind, right? Yeah. <laughs> I jumped on for the hive mind Patreon roundtable. I don't know about you guys. See? listeners i was on infinite diversity we've got mark here (laughs) co-host of all good things and i'm hosting galaxy class i just don't know what's going on but you are on the galaxy class because i just beamed you in and apparently we have some amazing guests mark white the crowd goes wild (laughs) and we have for a wonderful respite Back with us again, our Santa, Kevin. Hi. I have a rare Saturday before Christmas off from my holiday job. So Right? There's nothing you can do when the kids get sick. So except postpone. Well, and it's good that they did. Yes. Yes. So. And we have our Sandman, Joe Keegan, who had a crazy week. Yep, you're leaving the best to last. I see, Amy. Thank you yes. for that. I was offended that I wasn't first, but I'm okay with last. Um, yeah, oh, it's been a week, and it's going to be another week. So we had our um, Christmas rock concert on Friday. The staff band, the first outing of the staff band, and it was it was funny. I had to sing Fairy Tale of New York. Oh. Without the whole faggots bit and all the other words, oh. we changed. We changed that. I know Americans are really offended by that word, but it's like a, a food stuff in over here. Um, yeah, so that was that, and then we're coming to Panto Week. So this is my big week where I do the Christmas Panto. So it's very exciting. Photos <laughs> or it never happened. Um, yes, I will be Mariah Carey, like identical, like undistinguishable. From actual Mariah Carey on Wednesday I, and Thursday. I can barely tell you two apart. I know, I'm like so actually, I've got her giant cheeks. All I want for Christmas is Joe. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and my singing is actually going to sound as out of tune as, as Mark's. So this is, this is quite on point. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Just Amy, like Mariah you? Carey. <laughs> yeah. Amy, how's Amy? How's Ames? How's well, Amy is doing fine because last day of work for 2022 is done. Happened Friday. I left a little early, you know, just moved my lunch to the end of the day, snuck out. So I'm ready to enjoy the rest of the year with no work. So I hope good. I'd random sandstorm blows you away <laughs> sloughs off all your skin and you die <laughs> just Merry for Christmas. having one extra week happy holidays <laughs> hope you die 
Oh, Joe. I know, I know. Yeah. Well, let's check the communication array to see if we have any comments from our listeners. Logs accessed. Well, from last episode where we did the Patrick Stewart profile, that would be episode 114. Uh, Kevin, you want to start us, read us our first comment? Uh, Sure. As soon as I get there, let's see. It's from our friend and yours, Rhea Papa Giorgio. And she said, oh my gosh, I forgot all about SPS's SNL appearance. I watched it when it first aired. I was so confused by the sexy cake skit. That was my first exposure to the notion that that particular sort of thing could be sexy. I didn't buy it. And thanks for the shout out. I'll be back as soon as my schedule permits. Well, we miss you, Rhea. We want you back here as soon as you can. But uh, study hard. Mark, did you want to comment? Oh, I mean, because it was your, you were the one who, you know, taught yes. us all about this cake, sexy cake skit that <laughs> it I was can't a, get out of my head. So thank it you. It was for that. a lot of fun for me to come on uh, last week. And it looks like I guess I'm keeping Rhea's seat warm uh, while she's away. But um, no, I figured uh, a lot of people wouldn't know about Patrick Stewart's uh, work in comedy. And so that was fun for me to bring that to the group, my little contribution. And uh, I'm glad that at least somebody enjoyed it. <laughs> I can't believe you guys didn't bring up, though, um, Patrick Stewart's foray into country music with Patrick Stewart's Cowboy Classics album. Please check it out. It's on YouTube. It's, it's wonderful. very fun. Wow. Is it as good as... Leonard Nimoy's album. Patrick Stewart's foray into country music is better than any Leonard Nimoy's music. It's better Mm -hmm. than any of Shatner's music. It's simply one of the greatest collection of country music songs that you'll ever put in your ear ear holes. It's amazing. See, when you mentioned Leonard Nimoy and Shatner's musical contributions, they are not very high bars to pass. Right. That's why I was asking. Joe said it, not me. (laughs) I think originally it was a joke. It was just a video sketch that he did. Mm -hmm. But he actually recorded it and released it for charity. So Mm. it's a five-song CD sampler that includes such great cowboy classics as Don't Fence Me In, uh, I'm an Old Cowhand, and Here Comes Santa Claus. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I am going to have to check that out. And It's great. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way to make money, make it for a charity, and you're going to sell some albums, so good shout. Otherwise, it wouldn't have sold nothing. Yeah. We also have a comment from our friend Vera Bible, who's American living in London, which always confuses me. Vera says, laughed out loud at the fact that Mark White was on to start yet another series, and Mark's <laughs> on again today, continuing a story here. Oh, shh. Um, I, I was lucky enough to get to meet Patrick Stewart after a performance of Macbeth at the Brooklyn Academy of Music, and he couldn't have been nicer. Joe Keegan would love to hear more on you, of your thoughts about the royals and the monarchy. And I'm just inserting, get them in the bin, throw them all in the sea, <laughs> set them all on fire as an aside. And then she goes on to say, Amy Nelson, I too have a, a wine advent calendar, and that discussion, <coughs> and that discussion had me wondering. Why Trek doesn't do advent calendars, or have I just missed them? Um, this was a great start to a new series, and I'm looking forward to future episodes, as I know much less about the other actors' backgrounds than I do about Patrick Stewart. Thank you very much, Vera. I think um, 
we do have a Star Trek advent calendar. Eagle Moss issued one. Uh, mm, it was quite back. expensive, right? It was like $200 or something. Wow. It had a bunch of tat in it, like most advent calendars. It wasn't an edible advent calendar. It was all, oh, look, here's an Eagle Moss Star yeah. Trek bottle. I'm looking at it right now. It's on. You can get it on Amazon. It was from 2012, uh, and it is a Borg Cube. And it is $247.60 Canadian. Hmm. So it's about 50 bucks American, right? (laughs) Yep, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) And it's full of pretty good gifts like coffee mugs and um, uh, coasters and all kinds of fun things. I guess it has got a coffee mug in it. Hmm? How big is it? If it's got a coffee mug in it. It is, let's see, I'm looking at Amazon's listing here. It's quite large. Advent cube. Yeah, and is, I mean, you just open one, I mean, a cube has six sides. Like So it, the cube is like, um, it's like a book jacket and four volumes pull out and each volume has, has the doors. Oh. Uh, it is... I can't see what, how big it is here. But it's, well, it's got mostly good reviews. Hmm. Well, there you have so, it. Eagle Moss. Amy, would you say that a cube had six sides, or would you say it had 12 sides and six faces? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, if you're asking the math teacher... Then it well, faces, but everyday, you know, layman's oh, term. Did I just, did I just school Amy Nelson on math? <laughs> what? Whatever. <laughs> this is the captain. Senior officers will report to my ready room immediately. Listeners, we have a very special episode for you today. Uh, so much so, we had to uh, have Mark on and Joe and Kevin. They are going to be doing the heavy lifting because all three of them dabble in the arts. Correct? Yes. I have a cauldron and a wand and I burn sage also. So Me you too. just finished your <laughs> pantomime or what's No, that? that's coming up. Oh, that's coming up. The next, this is... Yes. So you do that. Kevin Mm -hmm. obviously plays live theater, Mm -hmm. clowning, like you are truly enveloped in the arts. Mark, you... I uh, was once a professional ballet dancer. See what I'm talking about? He's got the tutu to prove it. No, I never wore a tutu. (laughs) No, come on. (laughs) No ballet dancer if you don't wear a tutu. Nope. Never wore he a was special. He wore a one one. Yes. <laughs> one Z. A one one. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I love that. So we are going to uh, do a, I don't know, would you call it a teleplay? What is this? This is Star Trek TNG Christmas it's special. A, it's a pot of play. Reading. <laughs> a professional reading, and Kevin will say a cold reading, right? Yes, because we have not looked at this script at all. It's a performance, darling. (laughs) 
The listeners might think we're kidding, but no, we have not looked at the script at all. <laughs> and so we are going to have fun with this. Um, and we hope that you enjoy the TNG Christmas special brought to you by Galaxy Class. Yeah, I hope it's half as good as the Galaxy Class and um, not the Galaxy Class, Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Mm. As long as it's better than the Star Wars holiday special, oh, we're, we're fine. Mm. Were we going to mention... Can... Uh, were we going to mention who wrote it? Yes. yes. Who wrote it, Mark? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't... <laughs> okay. Um, we found a story online. Um, Janet Mowat, M-O-W-A-T, um, has a, a WordPress account. And um, we found this this story, this fan fiction um, on her WordPress account. Um, we, have, we are going to reach out to her um, to thank her for producing it. Um, and we're going to perform it for you just now. So thank you, Janet. Thank you, Damn Janet. It. Damn it, Janet. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> All right. Scene one on the bridge. Space. The final frontier. <laughs> Starring Patrick Stewart, Michael you gotta finish it. Don't leave us hanging. No, Captain Fog. Do the engine home. Captain's log starting 41224.9. We have tracked the fugitive Ferengi thief Gringe to the icy third planet in the Hovillian system. He has been a thorn in Starfleet's side for some time, and I look forward to bringing him to justice at last. Captain on the bridge! Report, please, number one. This planet's strong magnetic field is scrambling our sensors, but we suspect he's encamped in one of the caverns near the planet's settlement. The Hovillians have not yet made first contact. We must ensure that neither we nor Gringe are detected. Captain, according to previous research on this civilization, the Hovillians will be celebrating an annual gift-giving festival tomorrow. I believe it is likely that Gringe intends to disrupt the celebration and steal the inhabitants' gifts. Agreed. Can our transporters walk through the interference? Negative. An away team would require a shuttle to reach the surface. I'm so sorry, but Kevin, you are data. Uh, when you were speaking, I was like, oh my gosh, I am listening to data. I was, I was transported. 
Thank you. Thank you. Understood. Number one, I want you to find that Ferengi and arrest him before it's too late. Bring Commander LaForge. Whatever you do, what? Mm, a little, little. Whatever you do, don't allow yourselves to be spotted by the Hovillians. Aye, Captain. LaForge to Shalabay 2. Scene two, ten forward. Troy, Beverly, and Worf are having drinks. I've just told a very entertaining story, and of course, I am Troy. Parson Brown was very surprised to learn that Betazoid weddings are done completely naked. <laughs> I do not see the humor in unfortunate misunderstandings. And Beverly, what about you? Normally, you would have been rolling on the floor. Oh, I, I guess I'm just not myself today. I'm sensing intense nostalgia from you. It's this planet we're visiting. The snow, the festival. It reminds me of Christmas back home. <sighs> well, I'd better get back to sickbay. I wonder if we can give her a celebration here, just like back on Earth. Worf, you grew up on Earth. Do you... Worf, <laughs> you grew up on Earth. Earth. <laughs> What's her planet, Amy? The Earth. <laughs> it's my Betazoid accent. <laughs> Worf, do you remember Christmas? I witnessed several festival customs, yes. I recall an emphasis on the giving of dull but practical gifts and the consumption of large quantities of alcohol. That sounds pleasant. On the contrary, I used to hear stories of children being gifted two front teeth perhaps for those they had lost in combat. At this time of year, a paw wraith would visit humans and frighten them into performing good deeds. A paw wraith? As in an evil Bajoran spirit? An entity similar to that, yes. It was corpulent, red as fire, and could see into people's souls. Well, I'm not sure what's so appealing about this, but let's give Beverly her Christmas party. Scene three is on the surface of Huvilia. Oh, this will be funny. <laughs> Commander, my tricotter is picking up life coming from the direction of the settlement. That might be the Ferengi friend. Let's take cover in this cave. Look, piles of rat gifts everywhere. Gringe must stolen them from the Huvillians. He's coming. Take over. Cover. I hope I, I swipe. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Joe. I hope I swipe another can of hoo hash. It's even better than pre-chewed grub worms. Hold it right there, Gringe. How could you steal from innocent people like this? The 34th rule of acquisition. Control the money box, and you'll control the world. This guy is charming as an eel. Three words that best describe him are st stank, stunk. 
we'll never be able to return all of this stuff to the before the Huvillians wake up. You there, Jordy, what stardate is it? Why, it's stardate 41225.1, sir. The Ferengi must have worked his magic in one night. Perhaps there's still time for us. Scene four, we are plotting Christmas. Troy, Data, and Worf are in Beverly's quarters. Thank you for helping us set up the Christmas party, Data. It is my pleasure, Counselor. Certain human tra traditions are difficult for my programming to grasp. I believe that it is necessary to experience them firsthand in order to understand. How are things coming along? I have placed decorations in keeping with the holiday spirit. An uprooted pine tree from the arboretum, a candelabra with exactly nine candles, and a parasitic plant commonly referred to as mistletoe. I cannot say that I am any closer to understanding these customs. The tree smells so nice. Maybe we should add a few more to balance the room. Here is a cask of blood wine from 2309. A good year. Commander Worf, are you sure the instructions you sent me are accurate? I found 12 volunteers willing to drum, but I could not find six ovulating geese among the ship's cargo. I'm sure we have enough birds already. Between the French hens, the calling birds, and that partridge. I wonder if they were meant to be alive. Well, I suppose all that's left for us to make Christmas dinner. Computer, one turkey, cooked. Specify parameters, carving, stuffing, dressing. Oh, I wasn't aware of these options. Perhaps carve. A bust of Beverly? Stuff it with gach, still wiggling. We will be dressed in casual attire. Scene five, down back on Huvilia. Riker and LaForge plan with Picard. Brr! I'm glad we're back inside. Okay, Gringe, you're staying right here till we can get you to the ship's brig. Jordy, can you use the shuttle's transporter to return these gifts without being spotted? Boop, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. Negative, Commander. Magnetic interference is still too strong. Ideas. Well, if we could create a heavy blizzard, we could fly the shuttle right into town unseen. That just might work. We'll need help from the Enterprise for that. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Boosting our comms to reach them. LaForge to Enterprise. We read you, Commander. Captain, we need to get the shuttle into the settlement unseen. I suggest sending a stratosphere with sulfate asteroids. Aerosols. Aerosols. Do you know English, Mark? <laughs> don't, don't do that. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I suggest seeding. <clears throat> I suggest seeding the stratosphere with sulfate aerosols to cause a hype. What is it called? Hibernal. Hibernal precipitation event. That should provide us with adequate cover to return the stolen goods. Understood, Jordy. Ensign Crusher, make it snow. <laughs> Not easy doing that techno babble, huh, Jordy? It was not. <laughs> Scene six, we are showing Beverly. Data, Wharf, and Troy welcome Beverly into her quarters. 
Melkal Kimaka. I believe that is the Klingon way to say Merry Christmas to you. Oh, what's this? A Christmas party? Oh, this is wonderful. We know you've been kind of down lately, so sit down and enjoy the festivities. Doctor, you happen to be under the mistletoe, so now we are required to kiss. Oh, wait, hold on. That's Data. I know, I'm being Data. Oh, he's being Data. That sounded like Beverly. Okay, I will I will redatify. <laughs> Sorry. Doctor, you happen to be under the mistletoe, so now we are required to kiss. Lucky for you, I am fully functional in 47 styles of kissing. Oh, um, Data, that's very sweet, but, um... Data, why don't we have some eggnog instead? Nog? Offering your drink? No, thank you. This music is... nice. What is it? It is the war theme from the Klingon opera... Aktu and Malota. It celebrates the slaying of enemies during a winter campaign. Oh, well, that's not very festive. On the contrary, I recall many Christmas songs about slaying in the snow. <laughs> Doctor, I present to you the centerpiece, the holiday turkey. The gach has burst from inside. At least it is still writhing. <clears throat> I think I'm going to be sick. Um, excuse me. Perhaps we ought to cancel the nine ladies dancing. Screen seven. The away team completes the mission. Riker and LaForge almost get caught by the villagers, Cindy Lou and Mommy. Well, thanks to the Whovillians. Excellent labeling. I've worked out which gifts belong in each dwelling. We're all set, Jordy. Okay, Commander, it looks like the dwellings have rooftop ventilation holes. That's your best of entry. I'm maneuvering to the first roof now. Opening shuttle door. Mommy, wake up. I think I saw a ghost. What did it look like, Cindy Lou? Well, he was dressed in red, had a beard on his chin, and a big bundle on his back, and he came down the chimney. You are probably dreaming, sweetie. Go back to bed. Okay, Jordy, that's the last of the gifts returned. You think we were spotted? <laughs> One child saw me, but wasn't more than two. Let's head back to the Enterprise. As soon as we dock, we'll transport Gringe here straight to the brig. Yes, sir. Picard, Troy, Beverly, Data, Riker, and a random crew member, hopefully not wearing a red shirt. There, yes. We're back down to a single tree now. Captain, thank you for helping us fix this Christmas party. We thought we could do it all ourselves. You meant well, Deanna. I'm sure Beverly will come around. Deanna, 
Data, Worf, I I'm sorry I left like that. I was overwhelmed because this wasn't the Christmas I'm used to, but the important thing is that you did something thoughtful for me. I believe I am beginning to understand this human tradition. Perhaps the true meaning of Christmas is not to attain decorative or culinary perfection. Rather, it is to enjoy the company of those who are dearest and to spread love and joy throughout the ship. Oh, that's exactly right, Data. And in that respect, this is a wonderful Christmas. And it's even better now that I've disposed of Worf's mulled blood wine. <laughs> I hear there's a party. Am I too late? We're just getting started, number one. Have you dealt with Gringe? We transported him to the brig a moment ago, sir. Bridge to Commander Riker. Go ahead. Sorry, that's Brig to Commander Riker. I misread that. Go ahead. Sir, I'm afraid the prisoner suffered a transporter malfunction. It appears that his heart grew three times larger and burst from his chest cavity. It was very messy. Oh, dear. Well, we shan't let that dampen our festive spirit. How about a carol? Does anyone know the Borg's head? <laughs> no, the shorter version. That's the Paramount logo at the end. Oh, there you go. Well, okay. How cute was that story? Quite cute. Thanks, Janet. Thanks, Janet. We sure had fun making all those sounds. <laughs> I had no idea what to do with Jordy once I got him. So I was like, all right, well, he'll just be 12. <laughs> yeah, it was a teen TNG. I had to differentiate him from Riker yeah. somehow. So that was difficult because you were like Jordan Riker. Were I didn't realize they were all because yeah. I didn't pre read, <laughs> I didn't know they were all in the same scene. I was like, oh, what am I going to do? All right, he's 12. <laughs> um, how cute. They needed to create a blizzard to hide the shuttle. Oh, my gosh. It's and a man dressed in red with a beard was coming down chimneys. I don't yep. know. Make it snow. Um, and the paw wraith? Get <laughs> out. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> nice, man. Ghost of Christmas. I love it. I've got a good definite um, Isaac vibes from Kevin. Mm-hmm. Orville yes. Isaac. Oh, my data? Yeah. Yeah. I I'm telling you, Kevin. <laughs> like you spoke and I was like, oh my gosh, that's good. And Mark, I really enjoyed your Riker. Thank you. Well done. And Joe, your Picard. Amazing. Well, I might as well just be Sir Patrick Stewart. <laughs> I'm gonna call you Sir Joe from now on. Sir Joe. But but you'd have to be knighted by the king, and he wouldn't oh. like that. So, oh, the swords off him and behead him. <laughs> Oops. Okay. Well, let's close this up. 
It'll be bite-sized Christmas present. <laughs> hey, the way this week has gone, they're lucky they're getting anything. No, no, this is great. It's like a diamond <laughs> in the rough. <laughs> Incoming transmission. We would love to hear your thoughts on today's episode and hope you'll join our Facebook group, the BQN Collective, to continue our discussion there. You can also tweet your thoughts at Galaxy Class Pod, or you can follow the network on Instagram or Twitter at BQN Podcasts. Please hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a star rating and a written review that helps others to find the show. You can also follow the entire network's podcast with our master feed by searching BQN. This way, you won't miss any of our fine shows like All Good Things, Union Federation, History with the Zaloggies, Infinite Diversity, Sasswatch, Mickey's Marvels, Trexpert's Quiz, and What's the Tea, Bev? Joe, where can people find you when you aren't, when you are singing the Borg's Head as a Christmas carol? How's it go? Can you remember? Do you guys remember the Borg's Head? The Borg's Head. Um, Here come I, the Borg. I, they are the Borg. They will assimilate. Is that how it goes? I, or it was like, Borg's Head, Borg's Head. Resistance is futile. You will be assimilated. Borg's Head. Like that. It's one of those. Yeah, um, but when I'm not um, singing the Borg's Head, um, you can find me on our Facebook group, um, the Collective Place, and you can get me on the Twitter occasionally, but I don't like to use it anymore because Elon Musk is a crazy guy. And you can email me, joepodcast at gmail.com or Instagram at joejo77uk. That'd be cool. And... Amy, where can people find you when you're um, not helping Santa fill his sack? Well, when I'm not doing that, um, being a very dutiful elf, you can find me here on the network where I'm co-hosting a couple shows, uh, All Good Things with Mark. Uh, hosting Union Federation. I am on Twitter at Miss Amy Nelson, but my favorite place on that collective place. It's on Facebook. It's called BQN Collective in case you wanted to join our discussion there. Kevin, mm. <laughs> where can people find you when you aren't doing an amazing data impression? And how was it not using contractions oh that's hard it really is it's it is hard to not <laughs> use contractions that is quite difficult uh but when i'm not impersonating data you might find me impersonating a jolly fat man around uh the the the, the area or uh you can find me um on true north nerds which is a show i do with some local friends or in the bqn collective like we said uh mark uh where can people find you when you're not talking to yourself, <laughs> uh, they can't. You can't find me anywhere where I'm not talking to myself. Mm. Let's be honest. Uh, so, other places you can find me while I talk to myself. Uh, you can find me 
on all good things uh, with Amy Nell. You can find me if you become a patron of the network on Patreon on my show, It's Green. Uh, you can also find me, well, on Facebook as well in the BQN Collective where uh, I post uh, memes and such. Priority one message from Starfleet coming in on secured channel. So if you'd like to help us keep all of our shows coming to you each week, you can become a patron of the network on Patreon. We are putting out more exclusive content for our patrons that you will not want to miss, like It Is Green or Amy's Math Moments. With a monthly Patreon subscription of $5 or more, you can join our meetings of the hive mind on the second Saturday of each month. Watch your Patreon messages for details. If you feel so inclined, please check out all the details at patreon.com slash BQN. A huge shout out to our very own associate producers, Jim McMahon and Davey Willett. We are so grateful for your support. At this time, we would like to thank our executive producers who make all of this possible. And a special thanks to Mark White for our artwork and me for our show music. Thank you for beaming aboard Galaxy Class. And until next time... Crack the halls with boughs of holly. Fa la 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 la. Borgwin's head, Borgwin's head, Borgwin's head. Sunlitted, Borgwin's head, Borgwin's head, Borgwin's head. Something, something. This guy is charming as an eel. Great joy and gratitude. Happy holidays, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas.